This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night's Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. It's Monday, which means it's WTA tennis, women's tennis, and I'm delighted to say we're joined by a man in a bit of form. Last week, he got Jessica Pegler through to the final. We knew it was going to be a tough ask against Iga Sriontek, but we picked up the place money, and we're building some momentum coming into a very, very big week of women's tennis. It's WTA handicapper for because we win Rory Jawani. Rory, well done last week. We got what we probably expected. We didn't think we had a chance in the final, really, if we were all admittedly. But uh, the one thing I'm going to take out last week is uh, well done for you. But also, uh, we doubted Iga Sriontek. <laughs> Why did we ever doubt Iga Sriontek? <laughs> yeah, she was simply awesome. In, in Doha. Let's just run through the results. Do you know six what? Do you know, that, do you know what? I think, sorry, just before you tell that, there is a song from the 80s that goes simply awesome. I think it's Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah. I think it's simply awesome. And then he goes, <laughs> Get behind me. I'm painting on jeans. And uh, I think he says something <laughs> like that. And uh, it just reminded me of Caribbean Queen there, but a bit of the ocean going on, oh, on the WTA podcast. <laughs> you know, most, all, most of our audience under the age of 40 has no idea what you're talking about now. But, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yes. No, she was. She was brilliant. I mean, goodness. I mean, she beat Danielle Collins, 6 love 6 1, Veronica Kudometova, 6 love 6 1. And then Jessica Pegula, 6-3, 6-love. She lost five games all week. And, you know, those three are very good players. You know, yeah. she is absolutely destroying high-quality athletes. Her forehand is immense. The top spin she generates on that forehand is incredible. Her athleticism is awesome. Her serve is very good. I mean, her and, and you know, and her power consistency, accuracy, all of that from the baselines, just out of this world. If she keeps playing like this, she will win every tournament before the grass court season. She'll win the lot. And it's funny, though, how betting momentum changes. You know, we we, we, last week we were saying, well, you know, you know, it's a fast call. uh, And then we turn around and say, oh, that's two plus 250. You've got to be very, very, we want to fade her. We watched the tournament. She's going to win everything. It's just so She's funny how betting, betting changes each week and week out. The, the betting public and the and the betters obviously have changed opinions like we do. But, you know, you've got to bet her at a price, haven't you? I mean, she's going to be a very, very low price. But the, the way she's playing at the moment, no one could beat her. That, that's that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I watched quite a lot of those matches. I mean, the first match, Collins was terrible first set, much better in the second. Still only won one game in it. Uh, Pegula looked like she might give Sviontek something to think about in the final. But no, it didn't happen. She just pulled away. She's on a different level right now. Looking at this week, looked at the odds yesterday, obviously before we've had action, we've still got action going on right now, I think. I know it's all finished, so um, it's all finished for the day. Um, 
she well, before we before we go on before we go on to yeah Trontich chance let's, let's tell everyone this week we've got the Dubai duty free yeah. tennis championship it's a WTA one thousand event now this is as big as you get other than the, the majors if you look at the uh, the top ten in the world nine of the top ten in the world are in action this week the only player is absent is Onjabur who is injured so the top ten in the world would be in it. We're into the last uh, 32 because obviously there's been a first round today and the seeds, the big seeds come in today. But when you look at the draw for tomorrow's action in Dubai, this is like a third round of a major. This is as good as it gets in women's tennis. There's three men's events this week. Uh, there's two women's events. We'll come on to the other bit, one a bit later. But when you look at this draw, this is where the action is this week. This is what it's all about. Um, we haven't got any outright odds, as, as Rory said there, but Igor Schrontek is the number one seed. The recent Australian Open champion is uh, Sabalenka. She's number two. Now, it'll be going to be interesting to see if we have a collision course between these two players. And obviously, we've got Pegula, we've got Goff, we've got Benchich, we've got Karen Garcia, we've got Zachary. Everyone who's anybody in the women's draw and is available to play is in Dubai. And it's a fantastic tour. Now, before we talk about Shrontek's chances, um, you've watched the action today, as you said. What is it? What, what what court conditions like? What's the speed? What's who's it going to sue? What what's the very much like? Very much like last week, sort of medium, medium, maybe slightly faster than medium. The servers are doing well. Um, so Carolina Mukova served quite a few aces earlier. Carolina Pliskova as well. So you know, it's it's not overly fast. It's it's pretty much like last week. One thing to note. Temperatures aren't too hot in Dubai at the moment, sort of 24, 25 degrees. But near the end of the week, it heats up. 28 degrees expected on Thursday, up to 31 on Friday, 33 on Saturday. Now, what's it like Tuesday? What's it like next Tuesday, Rory? Tuesday, next Tuesday. You're off there, are you? I'm going to Dubai next Tuesday. Hopefully, 31. (laughs) I think it's still going to be warm for you. I think think you'll be in luck. I need to take the fact of 50. Yes, definitely. Um, but, you know, that will increase the score, court speed for the earlier matches. But but the thing is, when you get to Friday, all the matches start later. So that won't really make too much a difference. But Thursday is going to be interesting because if you're up early on Thursday, probably get the quickest of the conditions and that will give the big servers a better chance. So, you know, as I say, much like last week. And so given it's much like last week, it's going to be... It's impossible, really, to oppose Shviontek. Yeah, I mean, the wind played a bit of havoc last week. It was very windy in, in Doha. And it was windy, actually, yesterday. Very windy yesterday, quite windy today as well. But that's going to drop from tomorrow. So, um, But, yeah, that really played ha- havoc with a couple of players. I think um, oh, Kudometova, she beat someone and who just really, really struggled with the wind. Um, oh, Coco Goff. She really struggled with the wind in the first set. Her forehand just went to pot in the wind. She could put, got it together in second, but but lost the third. But um, it's another thing to throw into the mix, you know, all the variables of court speed, temperature, you know, wind. You know, certain players are going to be better than others. Sviontek had absolutely no trouble whatsoever in the wind. She was just brilliant. Yeah, Igor Shvonti, obviously the girl to beat, the lady to beat this week in Dubai. Odds will be available probably after this podcast. Check out the Bet Rivers website. You'll have some outright markets as well. But what we do have here is we have some selected first round. Yeah, first just before round we do, uh, sure, sure, they're sure. kind of second round. Just before we get there. So Sviontek was plus 140 before yesterday. She, her price won't have changed. She's minus 125 for the French Open. So you could almost argue 
almost argue she's a bit of value this week because this I mean this is almost a, a grand slam field as as you've discussed. Um I do actually have a selection um an outright selection in the bottom half. There's no point going for the top half. There, there just isn't. I mean I think Rebakin is the best name in the top half. She beat Bianca Andrescu reasonably well today. Um but in the bottom half mentioned Sabalenka's there f- after winning the Australian Open her first tournament back. I do like the look of, she's the defending champion, which you wouldn't think, but Yelena Ostapenko is the defending champion. <clears throat> she's in the bottom half. She won her first round match today uh, fairly comfortably. Um, you know, she was striking the ball so well last week. She was 5-2 up against Jessica Pegula in, 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 in their quarterfinal, I think it was. Um, she couldn't close it out from 5-2 up. She lost the next five games in a row. That is what happens with Ostapenko. She just inexplicably loses it sometimes. Today in the first set, it was quite funny. She was she was 5-1, 40 love up on her own serve, three set points. She serves two double faults and then it's, she's back to deuce. I mean, it's just typical of her. But last week she was hitting the ball so well. And if she's on her game and if she's in the mood, as I say, defending champion, I think she was she was $33 last night. So after her win today, she's probably still going to be around $28, $30. Pegula's in the bottom half, $14. Sabalenka, $5. I think Pegula's better value than Sabalenka at the prices. But I think Ostapenko at double the price of Pegula, so $28, $30, I think she's worth an each-way bet. I think we've spent so many times here fearing the person who's won back-to-back tournaments. It's very rare we say they must be absolutely exhausted. Igor Svantec's probably put more energy in in, in the whole tournament as that uh, some of these girls who've gone to the second or third round, the way she's breezed through the tournament last yeah. week in Qatar. Travelling time is not far. It's a 45-minute flight. Uh, not really much to worry about on that. And Igor Svantec is obviously the person to beat. Talking of Igor Svantec, we have some prices on the second round here. And she's up against Leila Fernandez, which, you know, you, you look, you'd look at it and you think that's a difficult match against a, a US Open finalist. Well, no, uh, minus 1,115. You've got to put $1,115 on to win $100 on the Igor Sviontek. That is how dominant the pole is in the women's game. Leila Fernandez is plus 700. Belinda Benchik is a very heavy favorite, minus 435. Played a lot of tennis against a very talented opposition in Marta Kustuk, who is plus 320, the Ukrainian. Carolyn Garcia, minus 141 against Madison Keys, plus 114. Very interesting game on that. Let's talk about those three games, Rory, first, before we come on to the next three. I know you've got some angles of attack in those games. Yeah, so Sviontek Fernandez, I mean... Siontek's just impossible to oppose, as I said. I mean, on the handicap, you might have some interest. Siontek minus seven and a half games. She's plus 175. That might be worth going for. So you're looking at Fernandez winning four games. So it's kind of 6-2, 6-2 or 6-3, 6-1. Your kind of worst case scenario. You never know. First round, she might want need to adjust to the conditions. Might not be worth the risk, but it, it's something worth considering, perhaps. Benchik Kostiuk. Kostiuk wasn't very impressive in the first round. She dropped the first set against Ipek Oz from Turkey, who is no great shakes. Um, so she needed to win in three there. Benchik should win fairly comfortably there. Garcia Keys is interesting. Keys won her first round match. 
we know she's very capable on her day. She gets that serve going. Garcia, she's just coming up short in these recent tournaments. And I, I remember you saying last week, described as a bit of a flat track bully. And I think that's that's possibly the case. And, you know, could be a bit of a, a bat, battle of serves here. Um, Keys perhaps could be overpriced. Um, but it should be an interesting match. You know, Keys lost to Ostapenko in her last match um, when she was favourite. Um, Garcia, to me, that's a short price for Garcia, minus 141. She also has a 3-1 winning head-to-head record. The only time that Garcia won was in 2014, nine years ago. They played in the French Open in 2022, when you would expect... Garcia to be uh, much more of a favourite, and, and Keys will beat her in straight sets in the in the slower conditions. So, I, I I actually quite like that match. You know, when I looked at the games, when you sent the graphic through tonight, I looked at all those matches, and I thought, you know what, the upset there, I, I thought Madison Keys at plus one fourteen. Garcia to me just hasn't looked hasn't looked. She, she's no. she could look absolutely fantastic in in parts of matches, and then all of a sudden she just goes to complete pieces. So. Um, I, I, I like the, the idea of uh, Madison Keys. Uh, let's look at um, some other further games. I'm going to share the graphic now of you again there. We have uh, uh, Daria Kazakina, plus 138. Barbara Krijikova, minus 175. Two girls who've been very, very heavily mentioned on this podcast. Uh, Jessica Pegler, a very heavy favourite, minus 1,115. The same price as Shriontek, uh to beat Tomova. I think that's a very, very low price on Pegler. I think Tomova's got a chance there on the handicap. And finally, um, Samsonova, the big serve in uh, Samsonova, minus 107 against Zheng Quinwen, minus 117. Um, talk us through them bottom three matches, Rory. Yeah, um, Kazakina Krajikova, I really fancy Krajikova in straight sets. Kazakina has just been in really poor form. I mean, she wasn't awful in Doha last week, but still went out in straight sets to Beatrice Haddad-Maya, the Brazilian the wins she has had since she went out very early in Australian Open to Gracheva, um, her wins have been really hard work. Krajikova dealt with Irina Begu quite smartly in round one, and she should have her measure here. Um, looking on Bet Rivers, so Krajikova to win in straight sets to win 2-0 is plus 130. But there's another market which gives you a better price, which is Kazakina to win a set in the prompt no. So Kazakina not to win a set. You get plus one four three, so that's the one we we need to go for here. Um, Pegula against Tomova looks a very short price, but I think the reason the thing is Tomova she was beaten six love six one by Belinda Benjic in Doha. Uh, she came through the qualifiers here. When Tomova faces high class opposition, she doesn't win many games at all. Uh, Marketa von Drusov has beaten her twice in recent. Total 10 games in those two matches. Uh, Maria Sakkari beat her 3-2 and two at the United Cup. Bencic beat her at the Australian Open as well. And that was 6-1, 6-2. We know Pegula's in good form. And I reckon, you know, she's got bigger weapons than, than Bencic. So I was looking at a bet here. I was tempted by the under 16 and a half games total at plus 1.88. But I think I want to play a little bit safer as it especially with it being the opening match for Pegula. So I'm going to go for under 17 and a half games. That's plus 116. And uh, I'm really confident here. So I'm going to 
double my stake here. But wow, that, that is a that... low number. Come on, Rory. We have yeah. a difference of opinion here. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm... Oh, I, I can't see. It. I mean, we basically to for me to lose this bet, Tomova needs to win more than five games, and I can't see that happening against Pagula. I just cannot see her getting more than five games. So a, um, I think that's a very brave move. I mean, talking about people who've come through, she came through an epic week last week, got to the final. You know, yeah. she had some real marathon matches that went the distance, got to the final. Obviously, it was a free hit for. Her. Uh, I think she'll just... she'll struggle later on, as you say. She she went all the way to the final. Yeah. She was pushed all the way by Ostapenko before that. But against someone like Tomova, I think she'll I think she'll just click into gear, and I think she'll just overpower her. So yeah, I'm well, very well, tempted. Just peg it up minus one 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 five, and you're going to go. You're going under seventeen. Was that seventeen and a half games? That's right, and that's plus one one six. Under seventeen so. and a half games at plus one one six. Uh, the last game, Samson over, obviously big serving. I think conditions could suit, but Zheng Quinwen isn't a, isn't a bad. Uh, it's, it's quite a tough opponent there. Yeah, it's a good match. This really good match. Um, they met in Abu Dhabi a couple of weeks back, and Samsonova won six four in the third. Uh, she overcame Paula Bedosa in round one. Bedosa just coming back to fitness, and uh, she's getting there, but but slowly. She, but she is getting there. Uh, Quin Sheng, she beat fellow Chinese Shui Zhang three and one six three six one. Samsonova has won their last two matches on hard courts. The first was 7-5-7-5, and then in Abu Dhabi, she won 6-4 in the third. I think this could be another long match, but I just couldn't find a bet. I was looking for one. I was looking on the overs games, over 22 and a half at plus 102, I considered. Just concerned that you end up with two 6-4 sets and you lose. So I, I, I really wanted to look for a bet maybe it going the distance three sets or or in the overs games but i just couldn't find one so i'm going to give it a swerve but it, it's a it should be a good match uh, obviously samson over a big server um kim and jeng she's 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 got got a reputation already um a lot of people saying that she is the next big thing and she hasn't i don't think she's won a, a wta tour event yet i could be wrong um but she has taken some notable scalps um, and this, she's favourite for this match, despite losing their head-to-head two weeks ago. So, no, it should be a, a really good match to watch. That I think sometimes with the over matches, something that something I do as a better is when I actually like an over match. It's twenty-two and a half or twenty-three and a half. I always I like to play in play. So if we expect yeah. the game to be over and say Samson over wins the first set six-two, we can then probably get a little bit of a lower line, maybe twenty and a half, maybe twenty-one and a half. So. Look out for that game. That's an overplay, but at the current prices, we don't like the overs. But uh, if one player wins the first set, we expect it to go the distance. So look in play on the Bet Rivers website for the uh, Samson over Kinwin Jeng match. Uh, so that's really it in, in the WTA. In, it's a massive event, like I say, in Dubai. WTA 1000, apart from the Australian Open this, this year, this has been this is going to be the biggest tournament by far we've had in 2023. Uh, Igor Shrontek is the woman to beat. We've got an each way play in the bottom half for Ostapenka, the defending champion at plus 3,000. So you get 1,500 if she makes the final. Uh, she's in the section with Sabalenka, who hasn't played much. I don't think she's played any tennis since the Australian no, Open. Success. Her first so it's her first back. time back. So she's going to be a bit yeah. rusty. So that is obviously where all the eyes of the tennis world and the WTA tennis world are going to be on. And there is, but there is another tournament and uh, is over in Mexico. It's a bit closer to home for the American uh, so, uh, so followers and, and listeners, you know, you, you don't have to wake up in the middle of the morning, in the middle of the night to watch the game. You'll be able to watch it in, in your convenience. It's the WTA event. 
in Merida uh, in Mexico. And we talk about one of the best fields that we just spoke about in the, in Dubai. Uh, this is fair to say this isn't probably one of the best fields that we've had on the WTA tour this year. Uh, here are the outright markets. Uh, Roy, if you want to talk us through the outright markets, uh, Magdalenette is obviously the favourite, done so well at the, uh, the Australian Open. She's a plus $5 favourite. Camilla Georgie, always a favourite of mine, plus $700. Julien uh, is plus $1,000. Osario, plus $1,200. Alicia Parks, the girl's done us a big favour already on Game Bet Match on the WTA show, plus $1,200. And the veteran, Stone Stevens makes up the numbers at plus 1400. Um, what do you think? I haven't looked at the draw because I tried to look at the draw tonight on my uh, on the WTA website, but I couldn't print the draw off. So you've had a look at the draw. You've got some not, angles. Not for the first time that, that happens. Um, yeah. It's an interesting little tournament, this. Yeah. Lynette, obviously the favourite, ranked 21 in the world after reaching the semis in Melbourne, easily the best Grand Slam of her career. Uh, I should say, the action has just started in, in Merida. So these odds, they, they might change a little bit um, because the, the first day day's play is underway. Um, this this was you know literally an hour ago. These were the odds. So Lynette plus 500 hasn't played since Melbourne. Camilla Giorgi next, next best at $7. And she's so inconsistent. That just doesn't appeal. Lin Zhu does appeal, though. She won in Thailand a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Hua Hin, the tournament at 250. Uh, similar sort of field to this. And uh, she's $10. Leon Champion, and we mentioned Alicia Parks, $12. Camilla Osorio is also $12. Now, based on Melbourne, Lynette wins this easily. But, you know, as I say, she's no guarantee to back that up. And she's got a really tough first round match against Osorio who we've seen before, she's capable of taking out big names. And the top half of this tournament, not the biggest names, as you've alluded to, but the top half is stacked compared to the bottom. Four of the top five in that betting are in the top half. Only Georgi's in the in the bottom half. Parks and Lynette are due to meet in the quarterfinals. Lin Zhu has things a bit easier, despite being in that top half. <clears throat> Excuse me. Alison Risk is her most likely quarterfinal opponent. I think the way the Chinese Lin Zhu, she won in Hua Hin, makes uh, a really good contender here. And at $10, might be $9 by the time these markets go live again. She's worth an each-way play. As I say, the bottom half, very open. Georgie's inconsistent. Sloane Stevens the same. Tatiana Maria, she's been a bit disappointing of late. I'm actually going to place a bet here each way on the Italian Elisabetta Cocciaretto, you might remember she scuppered our each way bet on Sophia Kenin at Hobart yep. near the start of the year. And then she lost to Lauren Davis in the final. She went out in the first round of the Australian Open to Elena Rybakina. She went down 7-5-6-3, you know, which was absolutely no disgrace given the way Rybakina played and, and reached the final, just failing to win a second slam. With Cocciaretto, I just hope she's tuned up for this because she's had a month off since the Australian Open. If so, then $20 is a big price for an each-way bet, especially as she's won in Mexico before. She won the Challenger event in Tampico last October, and she beat a certain Magna Lynette in the final. Now, first up for her, she's up against Victoria Golovic, who's really out of form. She seeded to meet Katerina Siniakova in the quarterfinals 
you know, that's a match she can win. If she's raring to go, if she's tuned up, she can go very deep here. And I think hopefully we'll get a run for her money at $20 each way. So There's I think also, she's a, um, a knocking bet. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Lynette's a fade, personally. I think she's coming on the back of the Australian Open semi-finalist. Suddenly she's a, she's got a hit. Everyone wants a beater because she's a big yeah. name. She's in the top 25 in the world. She's suddenly a semi-finalist and a major, and she comes in with added pressure. For the first time in her career, she's a career, she's a tournament favourite. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a big pressure to handle. So definitely a fade in, in what you say is a very, very tough draw. Uh, there are some matches that you've cast your, eye, cast your eye over. We have five matches here. We're going to share them up. Uh, I'll let you talk through these games. Not not because uh, another reason. I just don't want to uh, mispronounce half of them. I'll, let, I'll let, let you take over, Rory. Okay. Um, so you go through those matches and give us where, you, where your angles of attack are here. Yeah. Kimberly Burrell up against Anna Bondar. Um, Burrell minus 159 against Bondar plus 128. Bondar, the Hungarian, she's a clay court specialist, but she's improving on hard courts. She beat Anna Bogdan at the Australian Open before taking a set off um, Yelena Ostapenko. She beat Nuria Parizas-Diaz, the Spaniard in Lyon, before losing in three to Danka Kovinic. Birel is in good form. She won the ITF 60K in Orlando earlier this month. She reached the quarterfinals last week in, in Irapuato. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yes, in Mexico. Plenty of strange results in that tournament. I think this will be really close. Um, and at the prices, I think Bondar's a bet at plus one, two, eight. Um, so that's my first. Actually, I think I've got three bets for this tournament. I've got more bets on this on these matches than I have in Dubai. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, Bondar. Well, that, that, that happens, though. I mean, this is this yeah. is the thing about tennis betting. And people, people always say to me, oh, it's Wimbledon last 16, Wimbledon 32. Have you got a bet? It's, you have all your bets in the first round, second round. As the tournament progresses, you don't have your bets. So when you've got the top players in the world, top 10, it's very hard to find any errors by the bookmakers. And Bet Rivers yeah. are the best tennis bookmakers in in, 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 the, in, the, in America. So it's very hard for them to find errors. But when you come to these kind of lesser tournaments, this is where you find the value. So it's no surprise to have more bets in this tournament than it is in the in Dubai, even though the, the, the handle and the, the everyone in, in, in the American market were betting on the, in Dubai. They won't be having a bet on this because they sort of turned the blind onto it. But this is where you'll make your money. You'll make your money on these tournaments. You will do uh, in Dubai, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the prices are the same. A winner's a winner. It doesn't exactly. matter where it is. Um, so, yeah, Bondar in the first. Lesia Serenko, minus 107 against Katerina Siniakova, minus 115. Two pretty capable players on their day. Serenko reached the final uh, in Thailand, lost to Lin Zhu in that final. Um, I beg your pardon. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, well, and she, I think she reached the final somewhere else and she lost to, she lost to Potapova in the final, I think. Getting confused, all these tournaments, so I'm getting mixed up. But she reached a final and she beat Tatiana Maria on the way. Um, Siniakova, of course, better known for her doubles exploits with uh, Barbara Krajikova. Uh, nothing to choose between them in the betting. And, and you know, this really could go either way. It's a, it's a, t- a coin toss and, and the odds suggest that. Um, now, Fernanda Contreras Gomez, plus 230. Alicia Parks, minus 295. I thought Parks would be shorter here. Um, just looking at Contreras Gomez's past results, she seems to struggle against big servers. She beat Sofia Kenin in, in Tokyo last October, but then she went out 6-love, six 6-1 six to Veronica Kudometova in Guadalajara um, at the end of last season. 
she went out 6-2-6-1 to Ajla Tom Tomlianovic, the Australian big server. We know Parks is a big server. That's her biggest weapon. The Mexican doesn't have great service hold percentages either. So I'm expecting a comfortable win here. Um, looked at the markets. The one that appealed most at the price is under 18 and a half total games. And that was plus 195. So that was my bet for Alicia Parks. Tatiana Maria minus 148 against Katerina Bindale at plus 120. Uh, some of you might recognise well, might not recognise, but Katerina Bindale, she was Kozlova. Uh, she got married. So Kozlova is a better known name. She's usually in these sorts of tournaments. This is kind of her level. Um, I've resisted the temptation to back Maria outright. Uh, she lost in that um, ITF tournament in, in, in Arapuato last week. And as I say, she was well beaten by Serenko before that. She should come through this without too much bother, but I'm happy to leave this alone. Um, just some observations. Watched a couple of the qualifiers yesterday. Um, actually looks reasonably quick. Um, not not rapid. It's not it's not lightning fast, but it is, it's a bit quicker than I was expecting. Um, so the big servers do have a chance here. Um, and then the final game to look at, when I mentioned this at the top, Magna Lynette minus 190 against Camilo Osorio at plus 150. Um this could be tough. Mm. Um, I'm not sure Lynette could have got a tougher match first up as the top seed than Osorio. I mean, Osorio is a real grinder. They're quite similar, actually, in terms of playing style. Great court coverage, really athletic, really good defensively. Both can hit winners. I think this could be a really good match, and I think it could be a long one. I'm struggling to pick a bet, decide between backing a three-setter or going overs on games. Um, in the end, I went for over 25 and a half games, which is is a big number. Uh, that's plus 180. I just thought it was better value than the plus 145 for over two and a half sets. Um, so I went on the games rather than the sets. But their previous meetings, I think, have been quite tight. Well, Osorio usually gets involved in a bit of a battle. So um, I think um, over 25 and a half games at plus 180 is the bet here. I think I think that's a very big price on Azaria, plus one fifty. I think Lynette yeah. minus one ninety. Given the pressure she's under, number one seed, everyone wants to beat her, and the fact that she's only minus one ninety because she's got to the semi-finals of the Australian Open prior to that, she's done nothing. I think that's an. I think Azaria is a player on the up. I think that's a big price actually. I I, I would weigh in with Azaria on the handicap. You know, I haven't really looked at the game. Listen to your thoughts, but just look at the lines there. I think Azaro has a bit of value at plus 150, and I definitely want to be with her on the handicap, which sort of emulates what you're saying as well, doesn't it? You know, the total games, the underdog with the star, it's all sort of all pieces together. Uh, so Lynette, obviously, very, very low there. Uh, Roy, if you could just give us a, a recap of your picks on both of the women's tournaments this week in Dubai and in Mexico. Yep, yeah, so Dubai outright, Yelena Ostapenko each way, $30.00 we're looking at there uh, matches in Dubai uh, we were looking at Daria Kazakina against Barbara Krajikova Kazakina not to win a set at plus 143 and uh, Jessica Pegula against Victoria Tomova went big on double stakes and Pegula well the match to be a total games under 17 and a half games and that's plus 116 uh, so that was Dubai uh, with WTA Merida um Outright, we've gone for Lin Zhu, 
probably around plus 900 by the time this goes live uh, each way in the top half. And in the bottom half, Elisabetta Cocciretto at plus 2020 to one if you're British. Um, she's in the bottom half. In the matches, Anna Bondar to beat Kimberly Burrell at plus 128. Um, Alicia Parks against Fernanda Contreras Gomez, looking at total games under 18 and a half at plus 195. And finally, Magda Lynette against Camilo Osorio, over 25 and a half total games at plus 180. There you have it. They're the bets on the two tournaments this week. It's a massive week of women's tennis. The highlight of the week, without doubt, across the tennis world is the WTA event in Dubai. Watch it if you can all week. And let's hope it's absolutely boiling on Tuesday when I land in Dubai. Uh, anyway, that's been uh, the Betting Weekly. If you want to follow us, there's three ways to follow us. You can follow us on your preferred podcast provider, at Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can also follow us on YouTube by subscribing to our YouTube channel, the Bet Rivers Network. Give us a like and give us a, a subscribe there and a review of the podcast. You also follow us on Twitter at Because We Win. It's the handle that's shared by all the fantastic sports betting handicappers we have here on the Bet Rivers Network, including Rory. We have uh, Sean Calvert, obviously, who's in Marseille this week for us uh, for the ATB Tour event. And obviously our fantastic soccer handicap as well. We were in fantastic form in France and over in Italy as well. That has been the Betting Weekly. Rory, thank you very much for joining us as always. I'll speak to you again next Monday. You've had everything there. You've had a recap on the WTA in uh, Dubai, a recap on Merida. You've also had a bit of uh, Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean from myself. Next week, Rory will be joining us. He'll be doing his version of Red Light Spells Danger. Uh, anyway, take care, everyone. Speak to you all next week. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. 